Hello everyone, this is episode 628 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, May 15th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about A Plague Tale Innocence, which is on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I'm playing it on Xbox One, came out yesterday, and I have some I have some thoughts about it. So uh, I'll be talking about that shortly. And then some news that you might actually, possibly, be able to use regarding Red Dead Online. That's what they call it, right? They don't call it Red Dead Redemption 2 Online. It's just Red Dead Online. Um, yeah, there, there, there was an update earlier in the week. I don't know if it was yesterday, but the update added something that makes me more inclined to play. Well, two things. That make me more inclined to pay. And then there will be some new stuff coming in a future update, which has me pretty excited. But I'm also looking at it and thinking like, uh, is it too little, too late? Can it pull me away from Apex Legends? Though I don't spend all my time playing Apex. I've, I've even cut down on Apex, but... When I'm playing something that isn't for the podcast or Attack the Backlog or this or that, I'm playing Apex. If I'm playing anything at all. But uh, yeah, some news about Red Dead Online uh, just came out, which is cool. And it was funny to read it just seeing that they, they refer to Red Dead Online as being in beta. And I'm like, oh yeah, technically it launched in quote-unquote beta. But I don't think they ever put any beta tag on it. Like when you launch Red Dead Online, it's not like in beta. You just have to know, you know, it's 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 new. Give it time. Um, but you know, I'm excited about that stuff. Anywho, uh, I'll get right to it with A Plague Tale Innocence. Movie-wise, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I have anything to talk about. I'm trying to think if there's anything of note. There's news that the Game of Thrones creators will be writing the first movie in the next Star Wars trilogy, which, after the way Game of Thrones is turning out, I am not so sure how to feel about it. I mean, a lot of Game of Thrones was very good. A lot of it was also okay. Right now, it's a fucking pile of dog shit. And that's being unkind to dog shit, which is more beautiful and thoughtful and caring than anything that happened in the last episode. Though I will say this about the last episode of Game of Thrones. One positive thing I can say. Now, at least many, but still not all, have come to see the light that is Daenerys Targaryen's absolute shittiness as a character. She's a piece of shit character. She's stupid. She should have died long ago. Nothing about her is any good. So good riddance when she dies next episode. If she doesn't, something is wrong. She better die. And I don't know, maybe she can die with Jon Snow like, you know what? Actually, I'm okay with you being my aunt. And then, while they're having sex, he kills her. 
you find out that she's really into choking. That's one of her fetishes. She likes to be choked. And she tells him, here, just put your arms up here and squeeze a little bit. And he's squeezing. And she's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and then he squeezes harder. And she's like, oh, don't, don't do that. Not so hard. Um, and then with her last breath, she says, whatever, Dracarys. And he kills her before he is then lit on fire. Though maybe he can't be fired or lit on fire, uh, given that he has the blood in him, and also given that he's technically a zombie. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. So, I'm way less excited about the new Star Wars trilogy. And I thought it was already announced that they were working on a new series. Or maybe they're doing that too. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on with Disney and Star Wars. But, uh, not super excited about that. Anywho, so, A Plague Tale, colon, Innocence. I kind of wish it was just called A Plague Tale. The Innocence throws me off a little bit. Uh, it just feels unnecessary and makes the flow of the title feel a little weird. But it is a game set in, uh, during the plague, the, you know, the big plague uh, that happened, what, the mid-1300s, and... This game takes place in France. You play as Misia, a young girl who is part of a family of some, well, some renown. And the game opens up with you going on a hunt with your father. And everything's very nice and lovely. And when you return home, you are tasked to get your, uh, your, your brother, your mother, whatever, for dinner. Or I don't know. But you, you go to see your, your mother and your brother and you find out that he has something wrong with him and his mother cares for him all the time. He never leaves his room seemingly. And, uh, you know, there's a doctor who's consistently there to see him. And there's something going on with him. When you go to see him, the Inquisition comes and raids the village. They kill your father and then kill pretty much everyone else in the village, uh, in your little homestead, whatever, while, while you are making your attempt to escape. You do get away, of course. And then the rest of the game, I've played about half of it, um, and I feel confident in talking about it. And then the rest of the game is just you trying to get away and get answers and help for your brother, who is sick uh, and you need to find a way to help him that's what you're looking for your brother hugo which i appreciate that his name is not amicia because amicia is a name that i forgot until somebody called her by name every single time I'm like what's her name again and then somebody says her name oh amicia it's not a bad name it's kind of nice uh but it's definitely not as easy to remember as hugo Hugo, and when she says, Hugo, you go over here, 
I laugh. I think that's funny. But um, in the game, the, the, the gameplay, before we get to that, is a beautiful game. It looks very, very good. The character models are a mixed bag. I think Amicia looks especially great. And it's clear that her design had to have been influenced by Alloy. Uh, what is it? How do you pronounce it? From uh, Horizon, the main character. As is, is it Alloy? That sounds wrong. Alloy? <laughs> Alloy there alloy um but she looks so much like her it's almost ridiculous but then everyone else outside of her is a mixed bag of good to kind of ugly a lot of the hair doesn't look that great but the environments look fantastic and the way they show the plague of rats and, and these giant hordes that are just crawling over one another is very very well done uh it is haunting it is disturbing and it is scary not not scary you know like i'm gonna have to hide on my covers or anything but just when you look at the these piles of rats with their glowing eyes you it's not something you want to you want to mess with but the the core gameplay of a play tale consists of two different uh instances i don't i don't know how else to put it right now um but you're either playing it stealthily when dealing with the inquisition so they'll be uh looking over uh, an area you know and following paths and whatnot and you will have to sneak between tall bits of grass uh, hit objects with your sling, um, you know, hit it with a rock to get their attention and then get past them. You eventually get new abilities and mixtures for, uh, like grenades, not grenades, but they're not potions. They're just, uh, different, different items you can throw with your sling. You can shoot with your sling, like a concoction that will make someone's helmet burn up and disintegrate so that they'll take it off and then you can hit them with a, a basic rock because with a basic rock you can kill instantly anyone not wearing a helmet somebody wearing a helmet though you're going to have to use this uh, special concoction to make them take their helmet off there's also a fire concoction that you can use to light up uh, barrels or haystacks or uh, torches because the the rats fear one thing fire and light uh, so that becomes important in those uh, areas and there's another one that you can use that uses a lot of resources that would be best suited for other things because uh, you can craft and, and make yourself a better pouch a better this a better that um, but there's another item that you can use in case you're getting a close to dying uh of somebody uh the somebody in the inquisition grabbing you that you can like smash over their face and it'll knock them out that's like a last resort thing um like a, a an escape rope or something from other games so the 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 play style is consists of the the stealthy sections with the inquisition where you're hiding between these things and like i said you eventually get ways of 
combating them, though that's still the a secondary thought. You don't want to go in there with the intention of killing them all, because if you kill one and the body is seen, then people will catch on and they'll start looking for you. They don't spend that much time looking for you, but it's best to avoid them when possible, especially if they're in large groups. You, you can't take one out and then reload your sling super fast and take out another one before they might get up to you. Uh, and if they catch you, you'll get stabbed to death. You'll get some kind of gruesome death. Not as violent as the ones in the, the recent Tomb Raider games, but still somewhat violent. And then the, the other play style is through avoidance when dealing with the rats. So you'll have to and that, that's more of a puzzly uh, element where you are lighting up these barrels that are attached to these pulleys and moving them a little bit so that the rats will hunker into this area. Then moving this other thing so that they will move into this other space and eventually getting them to fall into a pit or something along those lines. Uh, and... That stuff I find way more enjoyable and interesting, in part because it's scary just seeing the rats uh, scurry around. Uh, that tech looks very good, um, like I said earlier. And I find that element of the game to be way more interesting than the poorly implemented stealth that doesn't feel satisfying and can be a bit tedious at times, especially when I, I'm going through areas and I don't even see an enemy or know that an enemy is there, and then I walk past them and, oh, they, they got me, and I have to restart, and sometimes the checkpoints aren't as um, nice, at night, not as convenient as I would like. Um, but yeah, the, the gameplay is all right. I, I like the avoidance stuff with the rats and, and moving them around using light and fire uh, and at times lightning. But the stealth stuff is just okay. You know, I, I've played worse stealth games, but I'm not. I just find that stealth is usually not great, especially when it's stealth that if you are spotted, it's just game over and you have to restart the checkpoint. There's not a great way to get out of it. You can dodge somebody who's coming after you, but that doesn't give you enough time to then pull your sling and attack them, especially if they're an armored troop, and then you have to use that first concoction to burn them, the thing off them, and then pull it. Like, it's just... If you're spotted, it's basically just, well, restart. Um, the, the story is alright. I think... The voice acting is a bit hit or miss. Again, I think Amicia is done really well. I think her her voice actor is very good. Um, but the brother, Hugo, is a little bit annoying at times. And I think that's part of his character. But also just there's something about him that doesn't ha feel as alive as Amicia and her performance. But it's not terrible. And the story, which is this very personal thing of them trying to find out and having their moments of drama feel natural and earned, which I like. Uh, and I'm I'm interested in seeing how it plays out. I, I'm enjoying the game so far. I put in about 
four, uh, four and a half hours, and I'm about halfway through, like I said. And the thing I like about it, too, story-wise, is that some of the most interesting things don't happen in the cutscenes or in the dialogue. They happen in the moments you experience and are forced to play through in the game, reminiscent of Soma. And I'll get a little spoilery here if that uh, if you're interested in playing it, you might want to skip ahead a few minutes. But the thing I like about it is that the, there are times where you are forced to use other people and hurt them in order to keep progressing. Because for you, you're, you're concerned with your brother. Uh, and this includes animals as well. There's a part where you use a pig, you lure a pig into a building, then you knock the light, lights out so that the rats will go after the pig and you'll be able to progress through an area uh, while the rats are uh, preoccupied with that pig, that juicy pig, because that's another way to deal with uh, the rats is to give them something to eat uh, and put their attention elsewhere. You will have times where a an, an Inquisition guard is looking for you and they have a, a lantern. You shoot the lantern out, then the rats will just feast all over them. And while there's a part of that that is satisfying in that they're your enemy and you're watching your enemy get killed... Um, it's still not the most pleasant feeling to set a bunch of feral, crazy rats on them. Uh, but again, and when you first kill somebody with the stone using your sling, Amicia does not feel great about this. You know, she's never killed anyone. She was never expecting to ever kill someone. She, and it weighs on her. There are times where you come across a battlefield full of corpses and you have to walk over them. And Hugo feels weird about this and isn't even sure how to uh, how to comprehend the whole thing. You know, he's like, "Oh, are, are they gonna wake up?" He's like, he's he's aware that they're dead. You tell him that they're dead, but he clearly does not have a clear picture of what death really means. Um, but they're they're are those moments uh, that make it really stand out. And, and any time that I would maybe, even though there, there was never a time where I thought to myself, uh, I think I'm done with this. But if any of those types of feelings did come about, it would be those moments that kept me pushing forward. One of the strongest uh, was somewhat recent where I was pushing through a hallway and there was a guard at the other end. He had no light or anything. And we had to keep pushing with this lantern to get through to the, the outside. And the whole time, Amicia, and her performance was fantastic. And that's part of why it works so well and, and why it's so strong. But you're pushing forward and you're pushing these rats closer and closer to this guard. Until to get to the opening in the space, you have to push the rats on top of this guard. And you hear Amicia saying, you know, she's, she's so sorry. Like, she, she doesn't want to do this, but... She has to look out for her brother. They have to get through here. There's no other way. That, you know, there's no other option. And of course, the rats end up uh, eating that guard. So that is uh, a powerful moment that actually works. Though there is a part of me that in that moment thought because there's a torch that you can light. And I'm like, if you could have just 
handed your torch to either Hugo or the other, I don't know if it was the boy or one of the, the, the orphans with me at the time, because you'll run into other people who are not out to get you too. But um, you, you could have just handed the torch over and then flung a sling there. And of course, maybe then the guard will take you in, but maybe he'll be like, you saved my life. I'm going to, I'm going to turn a blind eye. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's been a pleasant surprise and I always like pleasant surprises. Uh, so, uh, if any of that sounds interesting, it's definitely worth checking out PS4, Xbox one PC. Haven't had any technical issues, no glitches, crashes or anything like that. So that's nice. And it's always nice when you play a game and at launch, there are no problems with it. There are collectibles in the game and stuff. Uh, resources seem a plenty. I don't feel like I'm ever in need of this resource or that resource. And when you take down enemies, they'll usually drop something. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. That is again a plague tale, innocence. Uh, so yeah, that that's pretty much all I've been playing outside of some more Apex and whatnot. So before I start to wrap up this episode, I do want to talk about the Red Dead Online stuff. So the thing that has me excited about the Red Dead Online update uh, and the one that just happened is they added offensive mode and defensive mode, which is a, a different play style. And of course, defensive mode is one that limits griefing and makes it harder to grieve someone and makes it less interesting to grieve someone too. So what I like about that is, uh, and I'm going to read this from Rockstar's official site uh, and their official whatever news about it. Um, Players in defensive mode will be indicated by a shield icon. Will take reduced damage from enemy players, cannot be lassoed, I think that's important, melee attacked, executed, or targeted with auto-aim. That is extra important. The auto-aim is a very significant. Defensive players will also be excluded from being targeted in PvP-related missions, such as player assassination. Those who attack defensive players receive hefty penalties via the hostility system, while players who initiate conflict with while in defensive mode will be instantly pulled out of defensive mode and also receive similar hostility penalties. So that is something that has me someone interested to jump back in because I just want to go around and hunt and fish and just relax in the beautiful open world that Rockstar created. That's what I want to do. Um, they also added poker. I like to play poker with some buddies or maybe even some strangers. I love poker and it was ridiculous that it wasn't in there at launch and it took this 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 long to um add it. But I'm just I'm thinking maybe I'll I'll jump back in. But I don't know. I don't know if I want to. It's been so long. It'll be weird to jump in because I think I have a lot of free gold for myself from all the things it's like oh we're sorry for this here's some free gold for your character i'm wondering if they at any point will allow any kind of reconstructive surgery to change the way your face looks if they i don't know if they've added any kind of alternate faces because that's the only thing that would make me want to do that um and i'm very curious if they've added more beard options and the like because the beard 
options were very limited and that was something that also bugged me you had like options but your, your beard wouldn't grow so you couldn't play around that much with the the, the look of it which i found very annoying because i wanted to have a big bushy mustache and a short beard but there's just like okay here's a full beard here's a mid beard here's like you could you couldn't play around with it which was annoying um but in addition to that i mean they've added uh, some other stuff and whatever but what I'm excited about for what's next coming in, I think next month, maybe, uh, I don't know if they've given a date, but they'll be adding some new roles. And the, the three new roles they'll be adding are Bounty Hunter, Trader, and Collector. Uh, and each new role will come with a range of unique gameplay along with a host of new outfits. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the new roles, you'll have uh, Bounty Hunter, which is where you can track down uh, wanted criminals and then there's the collector who can search the world for treasure and exotic items to sell and then the trader who can set up a, a business at camp which could also be interesting uh the thing about that too is i, I look at all three of those and i'm like well uh, i kind of would be interested in, in trying out all three of them they all seem interesting i mean the trader seems the least um suitable for my play style which is just being one to explore the world and occasionally go on things or whatever you know, i think i feel like the bounty hunter is almost the perfect one because for the most part i would just explore the world freely myself and not uh partake in any kind of action so being a bounty hunter means i would occasionally get to do that uh, so that could be where I, I go if i do jump back into red dead online of course but um i'm excited about this i'm curious what the player count is like compared to gta online and if this update will be enough to rehook a lot of players I'm still not sure how, I guess you can buy gold or whatever, but compared to GTA Online, I'm not sure what you use real life money on in here. I mean, maybe there's still a tricky thing about it. Can you just use real life money to purchase this currency that you can convert into end game currency, which you then can use to bet in the poker game and that people could just become gambling addicts? in game playing poker losing real life money that, that would be um a bit of a problem but yeah i'm excited about that anywho i think that is a good place to wrap it up i'm going to see the pokemon movie detective pikachu very soon today i'm recording this early um if you can't tell i <laughs> i hope I hope my Plague Tale talk was okay. Because I feel, I feel tired, oddly enough. But yeah, I'm going to see that, which I'm, I'm very excited about. I'm hoping it's going to be a delightful little thing. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. I've been re-watching Cowboy Bebop, which is good. It's a good show. It's not the, the amazing best of all time show that some people, a lot of people like to put it up on, uh, you know, because they're, they're, it's not always consistent in terms of the quality of episodes. And there's not a lot of 
overarching storylines or anything. You know, it's a lot of individual stories. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. Love the music. Love the music, and it looks great. I think that's part of what helps is that it has fantastic. And I'm watching the dub for the first time. You know, I only ever watched it sub because I was not a fan of the dub. I've come around. It's a pretty solid dub. I I admit that I was wrong before when I shit all over the dub. But yeah, that is a a good place to end it. All right, once again, I'm your host, Mark Rizhnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch both of them there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. And if you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.